the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith, where the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and the challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is one 888 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick that phone up and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight 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 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Well, tonight on Contending for the Faith, we begin part eight of our series entitled An Extreme Invitation to Discipleship, as found in Luke 14, verses 15 through 24. We've been talking about this series in the context of that popular movie entitled, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Tonight, we will talk about the three men who rejected that extreme invitation to have dinner with Jesus. We've already dealt with the first man who rejected that extreme invitation. Tonight, we'll be dealing with the second man. So stay tuned to find out who this second man is and much, much more, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, challenging uh, introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be blessed by our program tonight. Well, uh, we are going to get into this uh, second man that made these excuses. And we know that excuses don't excuse. They only accuse. Now, in these three men, we see a true mirror of ourselves and our sinful, rebellious nature and the excuses towards God. And these excuses are demonic in nature and can keep us out of the kingdom of God. That's just how serious these excuses are. And so many of us today make excuses all the time when it comes to God. And we hope that this uh, teaching and this series is going to minister to your heart about these excuses in your life. Now, in Luke chapter 14, verses 18 through 20, Jesus gives an example of three men who made weak excuses, that's all they are, just weak excuses, to not respond to God's invitation to have dinner with Jesus. You should get excited about having dinner with Jesus, having a meal with Jesus, and he stands at the door and knocks to have that meal with you. And this is uh, so important for us to understand that there is no justifiable excuse when it comes to the call of God in your life and the worship of God in your life and the service of God in your life. No excuses are justifiable. That's just the the end of excuses when it comes to God. You need need to be obedient to what he calls you to do. 
because behind these excuses towards God are demonic in nature and because Satan's it is Satan's way to not only keep you from the blessings of God, but it's also Satan's way to keep you out of the kingdom of God to have an eternal dinner with Jesus. I want to have a dinner with Jesus in eternity. Don't you, my friend? That's something that should motivate you tonight, motivate you every day. These three men, like so many people in our church and outside our church, was preoccupied. I like that word, preoccupied with everything except doing the all of these W's. They were preoccupied with everything except doing these different W's. They weren't involved with the will of God. That's the first W. They was not involved with the ways of God. See, the will of God lead to the ways of God. And then the ways of God lead to the work of God. And then the work of God lead to the worship of God. They were preoccupied with everything except for the will of God, the ways of God, the work of God, and the worship of God and the service of God. They were preoccupied with everything that the world had to offer. And Jesus was not in their number one priority list. You remember Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 33, this is the disciple call, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. He said, Seek him first, not second, third, and fourth. Seek him first above everything. That is money, that is family, that is sports, that is everything, your children, your parents, your job, everything. Seek him first. Jesus even said on another occasion, occupy till I come. I like that. Occupy till I come. That means to be busy about the will, the ways, the worship, the work of God, and never let up. And never be distracted. See, Jesus was occupied with the work of God at 12 years of age. He says, I must be about my father's business. And we see throughout the Gospels, Jesus was busy. And a lot of us are busy in the churches today. We're occupied in the churches today doing the work of the church, but not the work of Christ. That's sad. You see, the work of the church is like, you know, uh, an advertisement. But really, when it gets to the work of God, it's the main course meal. You know, we need to occupy till he comes. Know your calling. Know your purpose. Get busy. Stay busy on course and never get off course until he comes. He says to occupy till I come. And a lot of us are not occupying until he comes. He said, I'll come like a thief in the night. And are you occupying? Are you occupying until he comes? That should be something on our minds everywhere we go. Even when we go to the movies, even when we go to outings with family, even when we go to church, even when we are doing fun things, we need to occupy till he comes and be involved with the work of God above everything that has to do with social events. Jesus said, 
Work while it is day, because the night cometh when no man can work. Occupy till he come. That's a word for us tonight. Occupy till he come. Keep busy. Stay busy. You know, and so let me review this first person who refused this extreme invitation. Let me just review it, this man for a moment. The first man is mentioned in Luke 14 and 18. The first man says in Luke 14 and 18 that he cannot come because he has bought a piece of land and ground or ground, and he must go out and look at it or see to it. This first man is controlled by possessions. You see, our possessions should never control us, but we should, in Christ, control our possessions. He is like the rich man who had so much possessions and is born, (laughs) controlling him. And Jesus said, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. And what does it profit a man, Jesus said, (laughs) to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Your possessions cannot get you into heaven. And besides, after the person dies, do you not know that all of your possessions is going to go to somebody else anyway? You can't take it to heaven. Billy Graham once said, he said, I've never seen a hearse carry a U-Haul. Have you? You come into the world with nothing and you leave with nothing. Now, let's look at this second man. This second man, and these are some interesting characters, but we see them in all of us. This second man in Luke 14 and 19, he says, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I, there's that I again, that I always gets us in trouble, right? I go to prove them. I pray thee, he's even praying, and a lot of our prayers are going to send us straight to hell because we got wrong prayers. Just like the man in Luke 16, he was praying to get out of it, of hell, but he was already there. A lot of us going to be praying right into hell, and then a lot of us going to be praying to get out of hell. That's how bad our prayers are because we're not right with God in our hearts. We're not right with God. We consistently make these excuses. And again, this is a weak excuse. No one in their right mind, listen to this, no one in their right mind would buy oxen without first trying them out to see if if it is worth buying. Look at this as an example. You don't just, just go and buy a car without seeing it first or a house or furniture, clothes. You don't just buy it, uh, you know, without checking it out first, you know. Like the first man, this man is controlled and caught up with two things. Number one, business, which is, which is his work. And number two, his possessions, which is what he owns. The devil has got a double lock and a stronghold on this second man, and the devil has a stronghold, toehold, foothold on a lot of people in the church and outside the church today. The second man has an addiction like so many people in the church and outside the church. He's a workaholic. He can't even take time off to have dinner with Jesus because he's so much engulfed in his work. 
We have a lot of people like this today in the church and outside the church. They have allowed their business or their work to get in the way of the church, get in the way of Bible study, get in the way of personal Bible study and activities of ministry. This second man, like many people today, they are living for things of this world, like Lot's wife. He or she is neglecting their soul. That is why Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? It's not worth it. Jesus talks about this in Matthew 16 and 26. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to put things before God because Jesus said a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things by which he possesses. But the key to success in life is putting Jesus first. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. I'm going to say this in conclusion. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 1, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. My question to you tonight is, what are you living for? The Apostle Paul says, for me to live is Christ. A lot of us are living for the work first. We're living for our jobs first. We're living for our families first, living for our children, husband and wife, and living for even church first. Not Christ first. A lot of us are into blackness first and whiteness first and different ethnicities first. A lot of us are into all sorts of things that's going to send us straight to hell. And so my call to you tonight, my warning to you tonight, is to repent and to turn to Jesus tonight. Repent of putting things before Jesus. Repent of sin in your life. Repent of being in rebellious against God. Repent and turn to Jesus because Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there is no other way. Turn to Jesus. He'll give you that grace. He'll give you that peace, and he'll give you that right direction because the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. We need directions today because we worry about so many things, about how we're going to make it, how we're going to have enough money for this and that, and yet if we put God first, he said, all these things will be added, and the promise of God it's Philippians 4 and 19, but my God shall supply all your need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew 6, be anxious. He says it over and over. Don't worry about these things because God takes care of the birds. Have you ever heard of a bird getting an ulcer? No, because they trust in God to provide for them. And so must you. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. Tell us how this this message has blessed you. Tell us what's going on in your life. Tell us the things that you need prayer about. We're here for you tonight. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Have you accepted that extreme invitation? Well, let me give you an invitation to call us right now. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. 
Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and all your concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Whatever's going on, if you have questions about things at your church, questions about doctrine and teaching, question about whatever you heard tonight. And, you know, we're here to answer your questions and to entertain your comments and concerns. So take advantage of this opportunity and take advantage of this ministry. That's why it's here. Uh, you may have issues going on in your church that you, you can't get answers for. You know, give us a call and help. Let us allow, you know, allow us to help you uh, with some of these issues. You know, we have been uh, on the battlefield for quite some time and we've experienced a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, we're not uh, any strangers to things that go on in the church and questions that people have. Oftentimes, some pastors can't give answers to. It's okay, Uh, But the thing is, don't give up trying to get an answer. Uh, Keep, you know, searching for those answers, give us a call. We will give you some answers to put you in the right direction for those answers. So important that we as, as members of the body of Christ, you know, Jesus said to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. He didn't leave our brains out of the equation. God wants us to think our faith is rational. And we need to be able to give rational reasons and answers for that faith. So if someone confronts you and they have a question and you don't know the answer, then don't stop you know, tell them, hey, I'll find the answer and I'll get back to you. But don't give up on that answer. Give us a call. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We want to begin by thanking everyone who has been diligently and faithfully praying for contending for the faith. Without your prayers, we wouldn't have been on the air so long. We also want to thank those who gave over the last two weeks, those who partnered with us financially, Jackie, Ted, Jim, and Kim, Camila and Bomani, Alfred, Sandra, Valerie, Richard, and Carol and Frederick. Frederick. You know, we just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We know God's going to bless you for your generosity, for your love, and for your support of this ministry. It's so important. You know, there are many who are listening to my voice right now who have been faithful listeners to this program over the last uh, 8 to 12 years. They've, they've been with us through thick and thin, and uh, but they've never given. They have never uh, supported us financially, financially. They have never partnered with God in this work. And we want to encourage you tonight is the night. Now is the time. We need your help. It costs $400 uh, per week to remain on the air. Um, And particularly as we round the curve toward the summer months, you know, this is the time when ministries are are struggling, just like ours. Uh, It's a difficult time for, for radio ministries. We need our supporters and others to step up to the plate big time and help us out during these difficult summer months it's so critical that you are that when you take a vacation it's great but don't take a vacation from your giving because we need your help otherwise you're going to come back and tune in Saturday night and you're going to find out there's a different program here because we've had to go off the air because of lack of support. We don't want that to happen. We don't believe that's going to happen. We're trusting God that he's going to move people's hearts to partner with us 
for time and eternity. Your money is not going into a black hole. It's going into eternity, and it's affecting lives for eternity. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I believe one day you'll stand before God. He's going to say, turn around and look, and you'll see a vast multitude of people. You're going to ask the Lord, who are these folks? And God's going to say, you know what? These folks are here in the kingdom in heaven because you took time to give to contending for the faith. You took time to give to ministries like contending for the faith so that the word of God could be proclaimed and lives be touched and changed for all of eternity. It's for real. And God's going to bless you as a result of your giving. There's two ways that you can contribute to contending for the faith. Number one, send a check or money order to contending for the faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's contending for the faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California. Tiburon spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. The other is so much easier. You can just simply go to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org on your on your laptop, your smartphone, or, or your tablet, and click on the Donate button. It's that simple, and you will be a blessing to this ministry for time and eternity. Your dollars will go forward to touch lives, to help usher people into the kingdom, to provide support, to, to provide counseling, to provide that prayer. It's so vital uh, that you partner with us and 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 not only in in prayer but through your financial support as well just another announcement uh june is always a very busy month for dr buckner um he'll be out of the studio uh for the next 2 weeks uh celebrating his 65th birthday and celebrating his 46th wedding anniversary. Now, you know, most people retire at 65, so don't worry, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just starting. He's just getting started. He's still a young man. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Sounds good, Brother Gary. (laughs) And so we're going to just rejoice with him that God has blessed him with 65 years on planet Earth and 46 years with his lovely wife, Nancy. And so we're we're just happy and, and we just want to bless them and, and wish them well during that time off because they deserve it. So the, the next two weeks will be uh, the best of contending for the faith. Now, he will also be celebrating his mother's 91st birthday as well and preaching in Baker, Bakersfield the third Saturday. But guess what? Yours truly We'll be in the in the uh, hot seat that night, <laughs> and I will be providing the message. For those of you who don't know, I am a licensed and ordained um, minister and associate pastor, and so Dr. Buckner has graciously allowed me to bring a word that week. So I'm excited, and uh, I, I'm trusting God will give me what I need to do what I need to do, and that you as listeners will support me as well as you've been supporting Dr. Buckner over the years. So it's going to be a fun time. Don't miss out on that night. Uh, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And that date again is when you will be in the studio. That'll be the 24th of June. Amen. June 24th. And so. we know that God is going to use you mightily because uh, he always does. And I have full confidence in you. And I we want to encourage people to uh, call in and be praying for Gary, that God will use him in a mighty way. And he's got something special to bring to you. So we want you to have your Bibles and be ready. 
Be ready. Amen. Because the Lord has already got it going on. Amen. <laughs> and I just have to say, once again, thank you to Dr. Buckner. He's been my mentor over the last, good Lord, how long has it been? 30, 38, 39 years I've known you? It's so long, I hate, I hate to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you who don't know, you know, Dr. Buckner was right there when I got when I got saved. You know, God brought him into my life uh, right after I got saved, and it was crucial timing because he— uh, Invited me to Bible studies, and you know the rest is history, and here we are today. So it's it's an Amen. amazing tr- thing. So, well, we better get to the phone callers, Doctor Buckner. I guess they've been waiting so patiently. We're going to go to Rowena in Mountain View. Welcome to Contending for the Faith. How are you tonight? Uh-oh. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, you kill me. Well, good. And what? Are they Christians? Mm-hmm. Okay, and what's and what's on your heart tonight? I want to know about Jimmy Swagger's ministry. Today, Christian. Oh, is Jimmy Swagger's ministry Christian? Well, you know that's a good question. Um, Jimmy Swagger has had um, a lot of problems in his ministry, um, and especially. Uh, from an immoral standpoint, I don't want to get into all of that, but uh, on a theological level, uh, you know, there's some things that uh, are essential doctrines that he does teach, you know, and some of the basic fundamentals of the Christian faith. But what uh, troubles his ministry is that oftentimes he will associate with uh, word faith teachers and uh, Pentecostal oneness and uh, because he's in the Pentecostal world, and because of that, that uh, can cause his theology to become eclectic, which is a word meaning to draw other uh, teachings into his Pentecostalism. Uh, you know, so he's been orthodox in terms of his uh, teachings in his early ministry, but uh, because he's included some of these other groups of people, uh, into his world, uh, it's uh, shaken up his theology, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, because of his immoral life and practice and stuff like that, and, and because he uh, gets uh, even shaky sometimes with uh, his eschatology, uh, spending so much time on the end of time, not to say that that's not important, um, I don't uh, highly recommend him. I think that there's other people that uh, you can benefit a lot more from. And, uh, you know, there are people like Dr. Charles Stanley, Dr. Swindle, uh, people to listen to, uh, Dr. David Jeremiah, Dr. David Jeremiah and and Dr. Jerry Buckner. And, you know, these are people that I believe you would benefit more from and even um, some others uh, John MacArthur and stuff like that, even though John MacArthur uh, doesn't hold to the perpetuity of spiritual gifts, and some of the others don't as well, uh, I think that uh, you can benefit in some other areas as well of their their theology. So uh, I wouldn't highly recommend uh, you uh, listening to Swaggart, Jimmy Swaggart. I would uh, try to glean from other people, like I mentioned, because they have known to be solid and not mixing themselves up with uh, other people other than the Bible themselves. So that's what I would basically say about 
Jimmy Swaggart. So hopefully that helps you out. Are you there? Yes. Do you think he's not Christian? I shouldn't listen to him. I can't judge. It's hard to say if he's Christ- if he's not Christian or not. Only the Lord knows that. Um, but I can say I, I can say that uh, some of his theology has been been solid, but some of it has been shaky because he's uh, been associating with some of the people that are word faith teachers and Pentecostal oneness people like that. So, um, so like I said, I would encourage you to uh, listen to some of the people I mentioned to you. I think you would benefit more from them. So hopefully that helps you out. And do you have uh, any other questions or uh, you would like for us to pray for you in a particular area? No, thank you. Okay. All righty. So we appreciate your call and your question as well. God bless you. And you uh, hold on. Maybe Rick will talk to you some more as well. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll go to our next caller then. Looks like... uh, Gonna go to Deborah. Okay, let's go to Deborah. All right, Deborah in Oakland. Hello, Deborah. Hi, brothers. How are you doing? We are truly blessed this evening. How are you doing? Uh, I'm in pain, but my question is, I get troubled because I run into people in the world and in the church who say uh, that uh, they. Uh, do not know about loving God and loving other people, even in the natural or even in the spirit, because they don't love themselves. How do I get these people to say that God loves them? Because they say, the Bible says God loves, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And then they hear people say, well, God only loves those who honor him and obey him. So how do you reconcile those two ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a good question and stuff like that. You know, the the fact of the matter is, I think the they're both balanced out because God uh, so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That is true. And and when it says He loved the world, that means that He loved the world so much that He gave Jesus Christ. I mean, you can't love the world better than that. Is for, and that's not a, a limited atonement. Uh, that's a universal atonement uh, for the sins of the world if man receives it. And so, uh, if we uh, love him, the scriptures basically teach this. It's not a, a deterrent from God saying that He doesn't love us unless we 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 keep His commandment. God loves us even if we don't keep His commandments. The issue is. Will we love him enough to keep his commandments? Because Paul says the love of Christ has constrained me. And when he said that, he says the word constrained means to motivate. So God loves us even when we're disobedient. And God still loves us. It doesn't mean that he, he's, he won't chastise us because he will discipline those whom he loves. And he will discipline those whom 
uh, who are believers or non-believers because it says, he that knoweth the will of God and doeth not will be beaten with many stripes, and he that don't know the will of God will be beaten with fewer. So God loves us despite who we are. You know, you look at the prodigal son, he had went away and wasted everything, and God loved him so much that he he took him to the woodshed because that was God's extended love. So the issue is not a matter of does God love us unless we keep his command. God loves us no matter how evil or bad we've been. The issue is how obedient we're going to be to love him. That's the bigger test. Are we going to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? Because that's where the bottom line is at. Are we going to be faithful to loving him because he will never waver in loving us, but we waver in loving him. And so the bigger challenge is with us, not with God. Will we love him no matter what we go through? Because that's very important. Uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to go to a commercial break and hold on, and we'll come back and uh, talk to you, uh, uh, sum this all up. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it is time for us to take a commercial break. Because I hear the music. <laughs> Our phone lines are open and we want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. You know, whatever is going on in your life, we want to hear about it. If you, got, if you need prayer, we want to pray with you. If you have questions or comments, we want to have the time to entertain those questions or comments. So give us a call right away. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Barry, a pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. And once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 You still have about 12, 15 minutes left in the broadcast to give us a call. Uh, if you need prayer, we want to pray with you. If you have any questions or comments for us tonight, we're here to entertain those questions and comments. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And once again, we just want to thank all of you who have been diligently praying for Contending for the Faith, as well as those who have stepped up to the plate to partner with us financially here at Contending for the Faith. It's so important as we enter the summer months, as we round that curve into the hot summer time, we need you guys to step up to the plate and hit us a home run financially. We need your support, not only through your prayers, but we need your support in giving because like many ministries, ours is no different. Summer is the time when uh, giving tends to fall off or plateau and uh, people go on vacations and they tend to forget about their their commitment. And so we just want to encourage you to to be consistent in prayer and to be consistent in giving because if you're not um, you may tune in on a Saturday night and discover we're not on the air because no one was there supporting uh, the work of the Lord. And we just can't encourage you enough that it takes your prayers and it takes your, your consistent giving to continue to keep this broadcast on the air. 400 a week is uh, nothing to sneeze at for us. None of the funds that come into contending for the faith go into Dr. Buckner's pocket or mine. Uh, everything goes right back into paying the radio bill. So it's very important that we um, get that support, to get that consistent support. If you've been blessed 
by contending for the faith. This is the time, you know, like I said earlier, many of you have listened for years and never given. And it's time to step up. It's time to put on your big boy pants, right? Take off the little short pants and put on your big boy pants and, and hit a home run here because we need you to step up. We need you to, to as, as we used to say, man up. <laughs> amen, amen. And, and uh, get serious about the work of the Lord and get serious about um you know what's happening here and and the and we have a dying world that needs Jesus. We have a dying world that needs answers and we're here to give them answers. We're here to tell them about this Jesus that we love. And I know that you want to be part of that. So we want to encourage you partner with us here at contending for the faith. There's two ways to contribute, two ways to give. First, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, uh, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second is so much easier. Just get on your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and hit the donate button. Just click on that donate button. And away you go. You'll be a blessing for time and eternity. And let me just say this, you know, no gift is too small. No gift is too big. You know, a lot of you think, oh, I don't have much. Well, let God take that little that you give and multiply it. You know, in his economy, he makes things go a long way. So give that $5 or that $2, whatever God lays on your heart. Or give that $500, you know, either way, as God leads you know, we, we just trust that God's going to make it all work out, and, but he likes to use you. So be consistent in prayer and be consistent in giving, Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, and we really appreciate you sharing that because, uh, uh, what was it, about three weeks ago, um, there was a doctor in uh, San Rafael, California, who was so touched by you uh, encouraging people to give that he said he's been listening to this program for uh, a long time, and he said he's not given one time, and he was convicted, and he wrote us a letter and said, I was convicted by what Brother Gary Bell said, and he gave. He gave us a a, a big blessing. And so uh, I will be out of studio uh, due to a lot of activities going on, and for about three weeks, Gary will be here on the 24th, uh, but um, we were able to bless KFAX tonight with uh, – uh, the amount we need for those three weeks, but when we come back, we're going to need to be blessed with over $800, and we're going to trust God to work through the people to uh, provide that and more uh, because we want uh, to be on the air like we're doing tonight to continue to be a blessing, but we don't want to come back with nothing there because we won't be able to be here or you won't be hearing our voices, so we want to encourage you on that. Brother Gary, let's get back to uh, Sister Deborah. Deborah, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, thank you for your patience. Hopefully what I said uh, helped you out, and um, if it did, uh, if you have a prayer request, we'll lift you up around that. Yeah, pray for me to be healed because I still have this condition, and it's, it's, not, it's not seeming to improve. And, and um, my um, doctor uh, <clears throat> is still giving me the same medicine, but... It's really expensive, and I don't know if if the state will allow her to continue to give it to me. Well, let's pray around that right so now. Pray about that, because I 
I really need this. Okay, well, let's pray about that. I right. an out-and-out healing right away from the Lord. Yeah, let's do that. Let's pray around that right now so that God can, uh, you know, fulfill his promise. And he did say, Philippians 4 and 19, he will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And if you believe that and trust that, and I uh, he will perfect that. And I also want to continue that. to give, so can somebody send me some envelopes and then I can just... Uh, Send money when I have opportunity. We can do, we can do that. We'll uh, we'll definitely arrange that and uh, and uh, make sure that uh, Rick gets your address before you uh, get off the uh, the air, and we will make sure that we do that. Brother Gary, let's pray for uh, mm-hmm. Sister Deborah so we can get to CC's uh, question. All right, Lord, we just thank you for Sister Deborah. She's been a faithful listener, a faithful friend, and Lord, she's been faithful to you. And she needs more than a good doctor. She needs a great physician. And Lord God, you are that great physician. You've never lost a case. So we pray right now that you would touch her body from the crown of her head to the bottom of her soul. Bring healing, life, restoration, and wholeness. We pray, Lord God, that you would just touch her in her spirit as well, Lord God, that you would give her peace, your perfect peace which surpasses all understanding. Guard her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus. And we pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to bless her in every way and meet every need that's represented in her life. And we ask these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deborah, for your call, and God bless you, and we'll uh, keep in contact with you. All, All right. right. All right. Let's get to Cece. Brother Cece, are you there? I know you've been holding on. Well, thank you for hanging in there with us. Cece, how you doing? No problem. Just uh, trying to hang in there, man. Well, that's the that's a good thing, and I trust that you got blessed by the word tonight. Yes, I did. I came in on the. Uh, I didn't get to hear the whole message, but from, from what I heard, I did get blessed. I mean, I always get blessed by it. Uh, oh, that's a good thing. And and what did you get blessed with from what you heard? Well, I liked I, I liked the. I mean, you said a lot of things, but I liked how you um, broke it down to you know uh, the material things because a lot of people gravitate toward a lot of material things and i was telling a friend like one time i said what does it what does it gain somebody if they if they if they won a lottery and won a lot of money and then they go to the doctor and the doctor tells them they have three months to live is that they're not going to even be able to live to spend all of that so um as you would state i believe the most important thing is to have a relationship with the lord it's not to say that we don't you know need need you know money to take care of our different things but when it all boils down to that, you know, saying it's, it's a relationship with the Lord, you know, that's that's very important, you know. So, cause so many people focus on that property and all these things, and I mean, and we need those things, but that's not going to help you if, if you if you die and don't have Christ. That's so true. Well, that's well said, and we appreciate that feedback. And and what's uh, on your heart? I know you you tried to ask this question a, a little bit yeah. ago. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? What's the scripture? I want to ask you about Romans one twenty nine, but I guess it, uh, um, like I was talking to Rick earlier, it all connects. It all all of it connects. But it, I started in Romans twenty nine. I noticed um, after verse twenty eight, he mentions mentions um, all a lot of different things in here. Yes. Uh, well, let me just kind of like uh, break this down to you, and and then in a nutshell, and then you can kind of like put the pieces together. You see, what the problem is here is that these people, and like so many of us today, 
um, we're worshiping idols. You know, they had their idols in that day, and we have our idols today. And you see in verse uh, 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. That's the thing, the number one thing that gets us in trouble. I mean, I'm just going to kind of break it down to you, you know, and rather than getting so deep into verse by verse, try to help you to see the broader picture. So anytime we start to worship the creature more than the creator, it opens up Pandora's box for all the evils in the world to manifest itself. And this is what you're seeing here. They worship the creature more than the creator. And so the big sins that brought always brings the judgment of God because here in verse 25 is idolatry. So they're putting another God before God, which is idolatry. And when you do that, it always opens up the door to another word that sounds like it, which is immorality. So the immorality comes into play in verse 29 and also other verses where men are with men and women are with women. And then you you get into verse 29, all unrighteousness, and he gives this list of fornication and all these things and murders and all that. So idolatry always opens up the door to immorality. And pornography fits into this, too, because Ted Bundy, who killed over 20-something women, he said before he was executed, Dr. James Dobson went to the prison where he was at and led him to the Lord. But he shared his story about how when he was a young boy, he got into pornography. He went into a store, and he saw a pornography magazine, and he took that magazine, bought that magazine, and started buying more, and then he got so obsessed into that that he went on a spree from idolatry to immorality, and then even in this list in verse 29 that fits into murder, over 20-something women, 29 or something like that, that he killed. So uh, we are living today in a world by which people are still into idolatry, Uh, TV, sports, sex, drugs, alcohol, and and uh, all sorts of things. And and what happens with all of this, in summary, is that the, the two Ps, okay, let's look at the two Ps. The first P is the practice. When you practice these things, it leads to the second P, which is the penalty. The penalty is always judgment. So God gives them up to a reprobate mind, they become a base, which means that they don't contain God in their their conscience. They become semen to do sin. God sends them strong delusions, like it says in Second Thessalonians chapter two, that they would believe a lie than a truth, and that's what it says here in Romans chapter one. That it talks about the lie, and then the judgment of God comes. You can always bank on it, and even in America, America is being judged too because we're into idolatry and immorality, and it always leads to judgment of God. That's where um, you know Egypt got 
knocked down. Rome got knocked down because they were into idolatry. And God, when he attacked Egypt with Pharaoh, it was against all the ten gods of Egypt. It was more of a war between God and the God of of uh, the gods of Egypt than just God and Pharaoh. So that's it in a nutshell. If you look at that type of mentality that I just gave you, it'll help you to better understand the whole context. Thanks a lot. That was good. That was good, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Remember all of those words that I gave you. And let's get your prayer request because we got about two minutes and we want to get that in. And uh, don't forget to listen to Gary on the 24th. He's going to bring a good teaching. Uh, And then then we'll be back on the first week of uh, July. Brother, uh, July, you'll be back. Okay. Yes, the first week of uh, July. What's What's on your heart, quickly? Pray for me and my family. I got some pressure around my head. My brother Rosalinda. um, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. I want to pray for them and Paul McCartney, the singer. My my family. Yes, and let's remember also uh, Kathy Griffin, who had a uh, a head of uh, like a, a head of Trump, and then also Bill Maher, who uh, used the N word. We need to pray for them too because they're atheists and they need God's help. Okay, Gary, why don't you pray? All and then right, lead us we. Lord, we just lift up these requests, Lord God, for CC and his family, Lord God, for these entertainers and these uh, television personalities. They all need Jesus. We all need you. All of us uh, are sinners, and we need a Savior. So, Lord God, we just pray, Lord God, have mercy upon us. We just ask, Lord God, that you move in a mighty way and help CC with this pressure. Bless his family, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, CC. All right. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Rick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. So please drop us a note and let us know how this program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Please keep us in your prayers until next next couple of weeks at this time when we get, give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 